folks. Welcome to Two Feet Apart with me, your host, Peachy Patrick. Two Feet Apart is a space for individuals to learn that language matters, that words mean things, that to embrace diversity means to practice inclusivity within the LGBTQ plus Indigenous, people of color, and Black communities. To embrace diversity means to provide accessible practices for those who possess visible and invisible disabilities. It's a space to place egos in the crevices of our beings in hopes of broadening mental horizons to foster growth. It's a space to fuel mindfulness. It's a space to emulate vulnerability in the sharing of our stories because our stories are our greatest strengths and our strongest powers, our superpowers. With that in mind, happy listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Two Feet Apart with me, your host, Peachy Patra. Today we have Sam. She is the owner and host of Happy Hour, um, and you'll learn about it through this episode. So, Sam, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So my name is Samantha. Um, I am the owner and host of Happy Hours Be Dating. So basically, we run uh, different types of events, mostly for love at this point, uh, to kind of connect people, um, especially after COVID has kind of disconnected everyone. So we've been running it at two venues. I have uh, Steel Town Cider Co, as well as Side Door Bar. So um, yeah, I'm uh, an owner and host of that. And I'm also Violet's mom. So this has kind of been my venture while I'm on mat leave and uh, kind of giving me a creative outlet um, for all my um, marketing background. So yeah, um, it's so fun. And I know a little bit about kind of the story in the background because I have attended events and I've chatted with you. Um, but would you be open to sharing a little bit about kind of what inspired you to start Happy Hours? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I I honestly am super passionate about this project. I have been asking to do speed dating. I, I was bartending at Side Door. So I kept telling uh, Jackie's the owner, I said, I just want to try this out. Like, let's see how it goes. And I we kind of had to wait till the perfect time because obviously people were scared of other people for valid reasons. Right. So mm-hmm. um, when that, I feel like we started right at the perfect time where people were kind of warming up to uh, being around other people and feeling comfortable. Um, and it was uh, kind of, I started July to advertise and then August we did the speed dating outside on the patio. So again, like outside was a, a little bit more comfortable for people, I think at that time. And uh, yeah, we just, uh, we had lots of pop- popularity, all my events keep selling out. So I'm having a great time doing it. So um, we just, we kept kind of running with it. Um, the other reason why I wanted to do it is just mental health. I just felt like COVID just put everyone in their basements. They're not feeling good. Like they're, they just haven't been out for a while. So I wanted to really create like a safe space for people to connect with other people. And I always say, not everyone's going to be your cup of tea at every single event, but people do meet each other for networking purposes that maybe they meet an accountant, a last girl, like these events are are much more to connect the, the community together as well. So um, yeah, that's kind of where I came from and how it came about. Was the end result or not even end result because they're still running, but was it what you imagined it would be? So at first I was like, let's try this out. This is my side hustle, like extra money while I'm on that leave. But after my first few events, it was just such positive energy. Um, and I really felt like I just loved meeting people and everyone was having a good time and, and was thanking me to 
um, even the opportunity just to socialize with other people, right? It's something that they miss. So it just became really, really rewarding. And I, I just, it just became something a lot more special than I ever kind of thought that it could be. And, uh, yeah, it's just the you got to be there, like you know, it's like good vibes, mm-hmm. right? So, um, everyone comes with the same expectation to speak with other people, right? So, um, that's why I think I like it better than sometimes the mix and mingles and stuff like that. And the only reason is, is that those ones people still have to put themselves out there, mm-hmm. uh, whereas in speed dating, you're all because it's kind of formal. You're gonna talk to everyone, everyone like you know the expectation you can't be too cool for someone if you're shy like you're you know what you're you're in for right so I kind of like that everyone meets each other and then um, a lot of the events uh, people do stay and hang out right so um, yeah just overall I just I love doing it and I think it's great for the community and mental health so (laughs) yeah that's definitely one of the best Um, one of the best things that you know, you do create that sense of community. There is such a, like, people get so excited and the social aspect is so nice. I know that I'm a little bit, I don't want to say nosy, but I would definitely be like trying to peep who I think would work out, how things are going at the tables. Do you do that? Do you have any like observations that you're like, oh, that was terrible or, oh, he might get her number. Honestly, so okay when I'm there so sometimes it's too loud to even like kind of pay attention but um I do kind of see if people are vibing and I do sometimes I give people like an extra minute if I feel like like there's a super good vibe in the room because like five minutes goes by really really quick so mm-hmm. um, if I do if you feel like the vibe in the room is really good I, I will give a minute so hopefully no one's mad at me for that but um <laughs> I also I have to pay attention because I just want I, I really prioritize like the safety of everyone and I want to make sure that like everyone has like good faces on and nothing nothing creepy or weird is going on so um that's kind of my main focus while I'm there just make sure that everyone is being polite and like enjoying this experience because I don't want any stranger danger stories while (laughs) while we're there but for sure yeah I have have made some guesses on like who's gonna like vibe and like who might like work out and I do have fun when I get the matches and sometimes I'm right. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. yeah, that would be the best. I'd be sitting behind the scenes like, mm, I knew it. Here you go. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in terms of kind of the safety side of things and, you know, there's obviously the aspect that like something could go wrong or anything like that. Have you experienced anything like that? Or what are some hurdles that you think um, that you've faced so far? so honestly most of the events everyone's been very very polite I've only once recently had someone that went to the bar uh, because they didn't like the conversation that they were having and um, I have when I when I speak do tell people if you ever don't want to be in a conversation please excuse yourself go to the washroom go to the bar like make sure you feel comfortable that you can leave that conversation Uh, you're not like forced there Um, Mm -hmm. the lucky thing is it's it's five minutes right so it's it's very quick so yeah um and I also I also do prioritize chatting with everyone like I'm a chatty Kathy as it is but I do try to like talk to everyone and get their experience because usually we don't have an exact equal amount of people so I usually have a a minute to talk to most people that come anyways so um if there's anything I always ask like how it's going and um just trying to get anything that could come up that we might need to figure out and um I haven't had to ban anyone from speed dating maybe in the future but I, I really hope not. 
I hope not too. Yeah, I think that's a really good approach. Um, And I like that you even give kind of the breaks in between, like you need to go to the bathroom. Some people come with friends so you can connect with friends. Oh, it's so it's necessary too, because just you can go a few conversations and then sometimes it's a lot mentally for people. So just giving them a, a time to kind of break and mentally decompress what happened and then kind of get back to it. Right. So I, um, I've heard that a lot of speed dating can be very, job interviewee so my goal (laughs) yeah someone told me that yesterday actually so I I did want to create a very chill casual vibe um, and that's Mm -hmm. also the venue that I pick like the one venue is kind of a brewery the other one uh, they're both um, they're both local locally owned right so the venues that I pick are I think are very important just because I do want a very casual vibe for all of them Mm -hmm. it does definitely set the scene um so whenever I share to someone that I've gone speed dating, they're always like, oh my gosh, like, like in the movies, what's that like? So you'll be able to explain it much better than I can. Can you walk us through kind of the life cycle of a speed dating event? What does it look like from start to finish? Yeah, for sure. So I do both, most of my advertising on Instagram. So you probably saw us there. Um, And then you go purchase a ticket and then I will send you uh, basically a form, which is a Google form that I've made a little bit nicer. Um, and you just say a little bit about yourself, what you're looking for, as well as um, for my heterosexual events, you just say if you're male or female, um, just so we can make sure we have the ratios. Um, and then basically that helps me to just make sure we have enough people just so pe- it, for a certain event, you have to have a certain amount of people um, to meet each other, right? So mm-hmm. uh, once I have that and make sure the ratios, we can run the event. So a day before the event, I will always send an email that kind of outlines how it's going to go. Uh, just because people are nervous, they have a lot of questions. So I try to answer any questions in that email before. Um, so you show up, you get greeted by me. <laughs> and I try to make people as comfortable as possible. I give you a name tag, as well as a number. So your name tag, let's say, Patrick, you're number one. <laughs> you would go, obviously, you go to table one. And then um, once we start the event either the females or the males move so if the females were moving you would be in table one and then after five minutes of conversation you would move to table two all the way till you've usually it's 10 people so you would move um just consecutively until you've met everyone in the room um again we like we said before we have breaks um you get a complimentary drink and it doesn't have to be alcoholic like they have mocktails there they have um, non-alcoholic beer so it's just something to kind of sip on uh, to kind of calm your nerves and if you didn't want to talk you could just pretend to drink your drink the whole time um, <laughs> just so right? like, thirsty I just think the necessary yeah you got to be thirsty right so um, but yeah then you basically you get your drink I do a little speech telling everyone to be polite and then I say, go, and then you're forced to talk to whoever I make you talk to. Um, but again, every five minutes we switch. Every two minutes I'll give a warning just to kind of, then you're not abruptly finishing your conversation. You kind of know that the, the conversation will come to an end. And then um, at the end of the night, once you've met everyone, uh, you can stay and kind of mingle, which I, I do encourage. Or you can go home if you're mentally exhausted or obviously work the next day. Um, and then you basically have to email me your matches. So let's say that two was Joe, three was Peter, and, and you had a connection with them. Uh, you would send me an email with their numbers or names. 
And then once I've received all the participants um, matches, technically, and if you match with someone and they matched with you, then ne the next day you would get an email just saying that it's a match, right? So it just goes on the consent rule. <laughs> you have to like them and they have to like you. We're not just giving out your phone number mm -hmm. to random people, right? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I think that's important too because like, like your information is 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 your information, right? Like we don't want to give your information to anyone else. So um, only like only if both people consent to it that we send that out. So um, if you don't get matches, which often does happen, um, you just get a feedback form. Thank you for coming. And then, um, yeah, then the event's basically done. So whatever happens with those numbers, you do as you wish. <laughs> mm -hmm. I really enjoy that aspect personally, because there, there comes that awkward time um, when you do just naturally, I was going to say in the wild, but you do naturally meet someone <laughs> in person. Um, and I know personally, like I always feel when they're like, oh, can I have your number? I'm like, I, I guess because first of all I don't know how you handle rejection second of all like I'm standing in front of you and this is gonna end awkwardly if I say no um and things like that so you really take like the awkward responsibility off of those people which I think is really essential to making them feel more comfortable during the conversation because they're like regardless of if this goes good or bad like neither of us know till we're home and like not near each other in your um, safe spot yeah <laughs> exactly no for sure yeah I yeah I uh, that's I some people do ask for other people's numbers during the conversation which I do try to deter if I can anyway like and they should but um it's more so in the like if people stay after I find that sometimes people give each other numbers there and when they mm -hmm. email me their matches they'll actually tell me that but yeah it's it's awkward to do that especially after only five minutes of talking to someone so mm -hmm. I feel like socially people do deter from doing that which is a big positive <laughs> yeah I think yeah. definitely a perk um what are some things that you kind of didn't expect to have to navigate through this just the ratios and the cancellations like the it's a lot of people will sometimes not show up so I have to kind of regulate how many tickets I have plus how many people the venue can take um, I usually have like a three ticket rule because I assume three people will not show up um, and it's kind of working for me so that's that's honestly the most challenging part of it just because the unexpectedness of people's lives and I I completely understand things come up like the single pair one I I fully expected that one to be um, a more difficult one because it's the time of the year right now. Kids get sick and mm -hmm. like, and we and I also I was like I don't want anyone else. If someone did show up sick, I don't want to get other people sick, right? So um, that the ratios and making sure we can still run it is is the most difficult part to navigate. But um, yeah, no, I, I didn't. I, I think I knew what I got myself into. I'm kind of an old school person. That's kind of why I wanted to do it as well. So. Um, if like if I'm your friend I'm gonna call you on your birthday and sing happy birthday I'm sending you mail like I'm very I like I love it people I yeah <laughs> I'm an old soul I wish I was born in the 1950s just because I think it's just it's more genuine it's simple it takes a little bit more effort and that was kind of why I wanted to do this as well just bring like the simplicity of meeting someone um, in person and, and kind of having like the sparks with them versus like stalking them online and finding out who their aunt is or where, <laughs> where they went on vacation five years ago right so yeah it's, it's, I love that it's simple and it even the concept simple right like even mm -hmm. like the 10 chairs and the moving and the the cheesy name tags that not everyone probably likes but 
it's just uh I just like the simplicity of it and if people keep buying tickets I'll I'll keep doing it for sure I love that. Yeah. There's a, there's nothing worse than being on a first date and he's like, Oh, my aunt's sick. And you've creeped him online. You're like, which one, like Kate or Mary, like, are they okay? Uh, and so yeah, definitely. And it's fun to like, just kind of have no context. Like it's really interesting to see what people prioritize telling someone when they're trying to make, um, their best impression in five minutes and they're trying to kind of sum up, why they oh, would be a good partner or things like that oh I agree that's why I wanted also I wanted the cue cards so um oh I forgot that part sorry <laughs> there are <laughs> cue cards that tell people uh like like if they didn't know if they didn't know what to say if they're super nervous so I tried to make the cue cards as fun as possible like if you like pineapple on pizza or like what your myspace name was because I, I feel like the the typical like hi I'm Samantha I'm an insurance agent or, or whatever they're kind of boring if you have that conversation like 10 times right so mm-hmm. I do try to encourage people to have fun with it and maybe talk about things that be weird but not too weird <laughs> right I love that and the cue cards are super helpful especially when there's those people that it's always fascinating for both of the ones I've come to there's been I think more than one person who's just like incredibly nervous or shy and so I'm very fascinated yes. I'm like what inspired you to come to this and I don't even say it in like an insulting way like I am genuinely curious like what like there's obvious like discomfort and you know what inspired you to come yeah yeah you to come yeah so I I think that shy I think speed dating is actually ideal for shy people right because it kind of throws them into a situation um that they probably maybe never would have put themselves in right and Mm -hmm. I guess that's for everyone like I I think that I didn't, when I first started doing this, I didn't understand what, well, not that I didn't understand. I didn't think about like the vulnerability side of putting yourself out there like, like that. Right. So I do commend everyone that comes to my, to my events as well, because they're, they're, they're putting themselves out there. They're looking for love or whatever else. Right. And even, or even putting themselves out in a social situation. Right. So um, it's commendable and I, I hope they have fun and I hope that maybe it is a little bit scary, but it, it pays off. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've had people that say they literally just come for the socialization. Like someone told me it just breaks up my week. Like I love talking to people. And then I, I go back into my, my basement. I never come out. The next <laughs> I don't come out till the next one. Yeah. But it's, it's nice. Right. Like it's, there's something cool in being vulnerable and, and trying something new. Right. So. Mm-hmm. And obviously like I thoroughly enjoy talking after the first one, I was like, I think podcasting made me really good at this because I'm easily to be like, how can I pull a conversation out of nowhere kind of thing? Um, So I think that's, it's a super fun aspect of it. Is this something that you think you're going to continue with? Where do you see it kind of going? Because you had mentioned at the beginning um, that it kind of started as like a mat leave project for you. Yeah. So so um, I would like, so I, again, I didn't know where this would go. It's something that they, they do. It's not that it doesn't exist um, because they, they do a lot in Toronto, but um, because of the popularity and how, and how much passion I do actually have for it. Like I get excited um, for it. I, I would love to see it in different cities. I always say I'm going to make an empire on love. That's kind of my phrase right now, but I would love to see like different networking events, uh, friend events. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want to see, different categories and stuff like that and just see what sticks what doesn't stick like 
partner up with people you know what I mean like that's kind of why where I want to see it right like let's keep let's bring this let's bring people meeting each other in an old-fashioned way back and uh if people are, are down to do it then I I will organize it so I I do I hope it can and I, I new venues new people new places let's 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 do it all <laughs> you should you should uh bring it to my city so that I don't have to drive there yeah. and then meet people far <laughs> I I had to this is a side note but Padre you went to my fa- my first one and yes. I was probably even more nervous than you were and you just <laughs> have the best energy about you I just I think you calmed me and you're the one that helped me uh basically for everyone listening I keep track of um how, how many uh, rotations we've gone. I always pick one person and kind of follow them. And Padre was the one person that night that I <laughs> made sure that everyone met each other. So um, yeah, yeah, there we go. We did but it together. It's, yeah, it's good energy. I like it. So right? I think that more people should meet each other in, uh, in grocery stores and libraries and maybe not just the traditional bar situation or Tinder, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So then I, that brings me to my next next question how do you feel about online dating so I think that there was a time where maybe like people liked the idea you can meet so many people in a very quick time but but that is not that's another reason why I wanted to do this because I feel like people create these profiles that aren't really genuinely themselves they're kind of what other people want them to be or what Mm -hmm. they think will get them the swipes and I think there's not that it's not genuine, but I feel like people do feel this pressure to be this person um, that other people, you know what I mean? Like not the quirkiness that you would love about someone. They have like like their car or like their boat or where they go in the summer. You know what I mean? They don't have like there's just a bunch of about a person that you would miss on a social media profile or like a Tinder profile, Bumble, Hinge, Grinder, whatever, whatever you're using. Right. So um I also think that another reason, I guess, side note is I found that during COVID people were going to each other's houses, right? Like right off the Mm -hmm. bat. Um, And I feel like that could have put some people in in some unsafe situations, right? So um, COVID was weird for dating. And I think that there is a place for for online dating, but I think that meeting people in real life um, is just a more fun and more genuine way to meet people. But however you meet someone works, right? Like dating, if you got it, if the, if the apps work for you, and they are definitely working for some people. It's it's not a bad thing, right? But there's just something exciting about meeting someone in life, like random way, right? So, mm-hmm. and then I feel like it's more of a fun like origin story. Like we didn't have to lie about meeting at the library, which was really code for Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like again, it's it's what it's it's we're kind of in a weird place where people can connect across cities. They can like you have so many options, right? So. It's, it's not that it doesn't work. I just think that a lot of fakeness goes on on online dating that I feel that maybe speed dating, like you 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 catch someone's vibe right away, right? Like you mm-hmm. can kind of see, whereas you can talk to someone on an online profile for like weeks and weeks and build up who this person is in your head and then you meet them and then it's like when you meet your hero and maybe they don't live up to it, right? So then you kind of yes. have, feel like you wasted this time and they're not who you wanted them to be and they're just just meeting someone random at speed dating in person, I feel like is kind of cool. So we do have a success story. So do you? I, I hope to hear more, but yeah, I oh do. Yeah. And, um, it was actually one of the bartenders at side door bar. Um, he's one of my favorites, but he met someone at one of our events and uh, 
yeah, they're they're going strong. So I hope that's that so works cute. Out, so I love yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> people don't always tell me. They tell me after they broke up. So <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, there's more than one person that did that actually. So it's I wish they told me before, just because it's it's always a feel good moment and right. kind of marketable. But <laughs> well, if it helps, okay. the person that I dated from from your first event, we're still in touch. Like we're, I would say we're still like pretty good friends. That's good. So yeah. that's that's kind of no, gotta I, count. Yeah, no, it it, it counts. Maybe I won't market it, but I'm, oh, I'm all right. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, it's like I even like I had um actually I, I, one of the first few events. Uh, one of the the guys that came, he said I met a really cool dad. Uh, can I get? Can you email him and ask him for his information? So, it's it's not just like romantic connection; it's like bro friends too. So, I <laughs> love it. It's just yeah. It's like like I said, it's just connecting people, connecting um, in a way that I think that a lot of us, especially if you work from home or you know what I mean, you don't have to have to interact with a lot of people these days if you really don't want to, right? So, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure like what people always expect, like the host or the people behind these things to look or be like but what kind of was was the response from like your friends or family when you're like yeah this this is what I'm gonna do honestly I've been meddling in everyone's love life for years so no one uh, expected (laughs) anything less um I'm just I'm a very outgoing person I've hosted trivia I love like connecting people I'm kind of a hopeless romantic so I think that when people told me that they're like oh that's random but that's like who you are so <laughs> it wasn't a big shock but um the other reason like I, I wanted to do it and like kind of people understood it is was romantic because my grandparents have been together 65 years so I just see them and they met in such like a simple way right so that was also just part of it just like the simplicity of meeting someone in real life and like I like I liked the idea of I could bring that to other people right so <laughs> no mm-hmm. it's no uh no shocks that I, I was doing that for sure <laughs> how did your grandparents meet so they were 18 and my so my grand my grandfather's mother passed away really young um and his dad left uh for Arizona with his two younger sisters like left him in a house uh, no mortgage was being paid so he basically uh lived in that house until like they took it away um, and he met my grandma at school, I believe. And um, to avoid him going into the foster care uh, system, they got married when they were 18. Uh, I think it, it's in December. I don't know the exact date. It was 65 years, I think on the 3rd of December. But um, and then, yeah, she took him in and then they they're just so sweet. Like they have. I don't even know. They like lived in a trailer while my grandpa went to uh, uh what school is it what was it oh my goodness I'm a bad storyteller uh while they uh he put himself school uh, through teachers college right so they just are the sweetest people they I have uh two other aunts plus my mom and my family's super super close and they are just they're so in love like they dance they go dancing they they're just very very sweet and they've been together for so long like they met when they were 16 got married at 18 so they couldn't even drink at their wedding um wow they just like they're sweet they have no stories by themselves because they've been together for so long so we hear the same stories and they finish each other's sentence and it's just I don't know Patrick you gotta come over for uh for some shepherd's pie and I'll introduce you to my grandparents they're just, done deal because that very- sounds so wholesome 
yeah it is <laughs> they're just very sweet like I just I think that that's the reason why I like believe in love which is very cheesy you can cut that but <laughs> I'm leaving but it. uh yeah yeah I'll leave it <laughs> but I don't know if everyone has like role models in their life where that have been together that long right like it's a weird it's a weird climate for that kind of stuff so yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. and I, I know you're you're not but if you were single would you be out speed dating and doing all these things how did how did you meet your partner I would love to speed date I got to join in the other day and I just because we didn't have enough people so I was like you can talk to me <laughs> but um yeah no I, I would be speed dating every week I would be a serial speed dater <laughs> but um no so I met Milos 10 years ago at telemarketing and protocol in Jackson Square um when we were 18 and um he is very sweet he's too sweet when I met him I was a heartbreaker I was dating the bad boys and he was just so sweet and we we almost dated to be honest with you but I knew at that point in my life that I wasn't mentally or emotionally prepared for like such a good guy so um I kind of ended it with him and then uh we kind of remained friends for about 10 years and then Basically, I had gone out of bad relationship and then I told him that we could hang out on Sundays, only Sundays. Don't ask me what I'm doing the rest of the week because I'm doing me. But like, I'll hang out with you on Sunday. We'll go get some faux, like watch some TV, whatever. And then, um, yeah, and then I just, we just kept hanging out on Sunday. And then I was like, can we hang out like maybe on a Saturday or a Friday? (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, we just kept hanging out more and it, it kind of COVID happened and I was living by myself and I I was like I can't do this you need to move in so he moved in and then uh not not officially but technically he was there every day right so mm-hmm. I told him to move in and then we've just been together since then but yeah I'll oh have gosh. a Sunday boyfriend test them out and then that's how you, you can find out if they need a prime time spots like Friday or Saturday perfect I'm thinking I'm gonna have to have like a Monday night boyfriend because I'm like Sunday is like a full a full day that's a that's a whole day of childcare. so I'm gonna if anyone's listening and you want to be my Sunday Monday night, night boyfriend Sunday. okay Sunday yeah. night yeah Sunday there night. we go yeah no. <laughs> you gotta make it work for whatever your schedule is <laughs> that's so smart I love that I was talking to someone um in a previous episode and she was saying that she has like a relationship contract so I'm gonna have a pre-relationship contract and it will be Sunday nights it's on it's a good time like I feel like just like having someone in your life that you're hanging out with and like just be super casual until you decide that you're you don't want to be I think it's the best way like what's the rush to uh go all in you know what I mean like just take it slow figure it out you know if it works for you it works for them right like time time that's that's what I think everything needs (laughs) love it and I think with everything um there are transferable skills and so what are some things that you've learned through hosting um and kind of putting together these speeding dating events that may like you see reflected in other parts of your life as well I think trying new things just because I see all these people trying new things. And I think that like, I kind of got into a routine where I just go to work and, you know what I mean? Not really trying anything else. But since I I've done speed dating, I see all these people like putting themselves out there. I do myself, I do try to uh, put myself out there in different situations, um, whether that be like networking situations or, or uh, approaching new like ven- venues that we could have events at or 
um, I'm trying F45. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing like a new workout thing. So just not being scared to try something new, even if you could fail at it, is kind of the big thing that I've learned from these events. Um, and also just, I've always been like, I want these events to be as inclusive as possible, right? So, but also just going out and learning, like meeting new people, right? Like I, I kind of have my friends and my family and I, I kind of stick to them. So I just see kind of the joy in, in like connecting with different types of people all over work, different places, do different things in their life and just kind of um, being positive in, in whatever interaction that I have. But yeah, those are kind of the transferable skills that I would say that I, I've kind of just taken from the speed dating. So good. What I'm going to, so I usually ask like the same question at the end of every episode. Yeah. I'm going to change it a little bit. What is okay. something that you want everyone looking for a relationship, whether platonic, romantic, intimate, whatever, to hear? To hear. Um, be comfortable with yourself first. I think that you need to know who you are and kind of uh, what you're looking for before you um like put yourself out there right like and be kind be kind to yourself because and be kind to others because um not everyone you meet is going to be your soulmate um putting too much pressure on it isn't going to help either right so just be kind be casual go with the flow and uh you never know what's going to happen I don't know if that's good advice though don't quote me (laughs) (laughs) no I would say it is my only question that kind of follows up from that is, you know, you say kind of get to know yourself first and know who you are. Um, A lot of people, I think, struggle with this because like there's always that thing when you're single that people say like, you know, take time to be single, learn who you are, things like that. And then there's those people that are like, I did. I have. I know who I am. Um, But they find themselves kind of chronically in that circle and maybe they're not reaching kind of the levels of self-awareness that they need to but what are some easy steps and ways that people can do that aside from implementing like Sunday night only boundaries yeah I at least suggest that no I I think we're always evolving right like I think that even if you know yourself in like it's never gonna stop right it's just I think that coming to a point where you're comfortable like it's secure enough that you can be with another person right but um yeah, no, just try, like, try, I think try new things, right? I think try new things, see what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Um, even if, like, even if you are self-aware, you also have to find someone that fits for you. And I think that once you actually do figure out yourself, you will be pickier, right? You won't, you, you won't just, like, go for anyone. And I think being picky is great. Like, you, not everyone will be for you. And, and taking that time to find that person, even if it means being alone a little bit longer, isn't a bad thing, right? Like, we all, you don't need to have a, a timeline, right? Like, it's just, yeah, just kind of go with the flow, right? Even if you always evolve, never stop evolving, right? And I, even myself, like, I, I try to try new things or, or not be too hard on myself, right? So, yeah, I think it's very generic, but that's that's probably the best answer I can give. <laughs> For sure. I tried this one um 
like I don't I, I don't know how to say workshop, but I, activity, I guess. I tried this activity the other day and I found it super helpful. So I'm going to share because if you're listening and you're interested in dating or you're single or you're working on yourself or even if you're in a relationship, what I did was um, previously years, years ago, I did like a values exercise with my therapist. And so we went through um, and it was much more elaborate than this. I'm not doing her justice, but we ended up with a resulting list of all of my values in prioritizing order of like most important like these people must have this um people I interact with in any aspect and then some things that would be nice to have and then some things that like I'm flexible with or without kind of thing um and so I kind of had an idea with that and I sat down and I wrote out all of my exes and my relationships I'm giving credit to myself they've all slowly gotten less terrible I would say um if we're using my, like my marriage at 20 as a benchmark here. But what I did was I kind of went through the list. That makes it sound extensive. It's not. But I went through the people and I wrote out what are things that were personality traits or lifestyle habits or things that I absolutely do not want in a future partner. And what are things that I really enjoyed from that relationship? Um, because obviously like if you're in a relationship with someone there's some duality there's some good with the bad even if the bad is the majority you're like oh I really liked that like when I was married my husband used to always put me on to new music and he was so fun about it and we would like dance and things like that and so I was like that's something I really like in a partner and but obviously that's not in a must-have but yeah it's a fun activity to go through and it's also like self-awareness like what was I like in that relationship interacting with this person with these traits what did it bring out in me that I either really liked or I don't like no I love that yeah no I, I definitely think that's a good exercise to do for sure um okay so I will link all of this below but where could our listeners find you support you come check you out in person at a speed dating event if they're local to you yeah so we have i honestly i do most of my stuff on instagram so it's um at happy hours hamont um it is the tag um again i do want to have events uh, in different places i actually have like uh Cambridge, Waterloo, and Kitchener have been messaging me, like people from there. So maybe there will be next, right? So oh, there um, you go. Ho- yeah, hopefully coming to a city near you, right? But our events now are are in Hamilton, so that tag fits for now. But yeah, come out, try it. Like I said, it's if you hate it, you don't have to do it again. If you don't want to talk to that person, it's only five minutes, right? So not terribly a lot to lose, right? Exactly. Um, Well, thank you so, so much for taking the time to chat with us, to break down speed dating, to talk about, like, I hope someone listening either felt inspired to start dating again, because it is super fun. Like, I quite enjoy the process um, of getting to know people, but I hope that they kind of had that as a takeaway or are more curious about how they can approach people in person respectfully. Definitely. And so on. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. I, I was so excited all week. So thank you very much. Um, you're great. You're my favorite speed dater person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to wear that on a badge next time. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for having me.